Podcasting from the Space Coast in Florida, this is the Dadpreneur Podcast, where we'll feature entrepreneurs, share digital marketing strategies to help grow your business, and discuss the dynamics of family and business. Now your host, Alex Oliveira. Hey, welcome back to the Dadpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Oliveira, and today we're going to continue our conversation about the online lead generation masterclass we've been doing that is based off of the ebook that we wrote last year. I think we're on episode uh, 15 by now. And uh, basically what we want to talk about is the different channels um, for driving leads, driving traffic to your website. And on the last episode, which was the first one where we were talking about where are you going to promote your offer, right? You know what your offer is, you know your your uh, who your audience is, you've created landing pages by this point. You've done a ton of different things as it pertains to the strategy, right? Get your Google Analytics in place so that you understand how to measure performance. And now we are at the point where we're gonna find out which channels you're gonna generate leads on. There are so many channels online and digitally, uh, both on mobile as well as desktop, right? But what you wanna find out is where your where your target audience really is at. Where is the place where they go search for your product or service? And it does change a little bit from B2B or B2C, right? And all the tools are out there for you to do the research. There's third-party tools that are impartial, but then there are tools like Google Keyword Planner, which is in the Google Ads platform, that you can learn more about your target audience and how they're searching for your products and services, right? So again, we talked about search engine optimization or SEO on the last episode. The, this episode, we're gonna focus on pay-per-click ads. So that's PPC ads. So it is a really validated way of getting into the mind of your customers um, when, you're, when you're doing uh, paid search. And, and why I say that is because you, you really understand what they're looking for in that moment. That moment they have a need, they're going to go to the search engine, whether it's on Google, Bing, DuckDuckGo, Yahoo, whatever search engine they're using, you're really getting into their minds and really are able to figure out by looking at the analytics, the behavior, right? And the behavior is looking at which pages they go to, what keywords they searched for um, the product or service, how did they find you? Were you on page one? Were you on page two? Did they did they start on a product page then end up leaving when they got to the contact page, right? So it tells you a lot about how your target audience is behaving. Now, pay per click is a is really an ad model used to drive traffic's. PPC is an ad model used to drive traffic to websites based on the advertisers or or your business paying for clicks going to your website or landing page right so the strategy gives you better command um, over the terms you wish to interact with right and in my experience not my opinion but my experience after 10 years of running um, ads 
four different clients. And even before that, if I go back to 2004, 2005, when I really started using both SEO and uh, PPC for growing my businesses, it was pretty much the same premise, right? If you think about the Google search engine, what an amazing product, right? I have a lot of things that I say about Google from time to time that sounds like I'm not a Google fan, um, but it's mostly the stuff about their privacy and data, right? But when it comes to the product itself, the search engine, if you think about it, you know, Google launched in the late 90s and they really never changed their product page. The product page still is just a search bar, which is pretty incredible, right? Because most of us build a website and you constantly have to update but not Google. They created this marketplace that says, hey, if you're looking for information, come here and we are going to put you in front of the best um, possible uh, um, producer of that information, right? Or product, if we're talking about shopping and e-commerce and things like that. So it's important to keep in mind that when you're launching your lead gen campaign, and in whether it's to promote your campaign via display ads or text-based ads or search ads, that you understand, first of all, how customers are getting to your website. What they're doing with your organic traffic will help you with your strategy on the pay-per-click side, right? And if you're not careful and you start to just build out an ad on Google ads or Microsoft ads, you will blow through your budget very quickly, right? So as you're creating those ad campaigns and, and it, within the platform, you wanna look at the, the, the small nuances, right? That a PPC manager or an, an expert in this area, which I, I have many of those guys that I work with, they really understand every single uh, feature and function of the system that is constantly updating right? Things like using negative keywords, things like using, you know, uh, studying the, the behavior of like the best times of the day to bid higher, when to bid lower on the system, how to op optimize it for the right keywords, long tail keywords, what, what, what uh, extensions of the ads you're gonna use, right? Like whether it's a phone number or a coupon, um, when to drive calls, versus clicks to your website, um, when to take the recommendations that Google gives you in the platform. And typically those recommendations are around, you know, make your ad copy and, and, and offer a little bit more broad because they just wanna see you spend more money, which is, makes sense. If you spend more money, you'll get more clicks. So, you know, but you really wanna start with your objective. You know, once you know who your audience is and how they're searching, now you're ready to build those PPC campaigns. Now, display ads are, are great for businesses selling a product online. So like, for example, fashion, cosmetics, even cars, right? I mean, any product that is, is, is a, a, a something that is visually rich um, and that you're selling via e-commerce, whether it's a low price product that you can ship or a product like a car or a house does very well when it comes to display ads. And it doesn't mean that the display ads, which are the ads that you see in either image, video, or carousel format, right? Or static images, for example. 
it doesn't mean that it's just top of funnel. I think that's the mistake that a lot of um, uh, companies running ads on, on uh, for PVC make, which is they typically just go for the search ads, which are just text-based ads, which, you know, it'll, most companies think that the search ads should be just for B2B or service type business like lawyers, dentists, insurance agencies, home services contractors, mortgage brokers, um, because those types of businesses, service business, whether it's B2B or B2C, their their goal is to generate more leads. That's the objective, right? But you have to consider that today when most consumers are searching for your product, whether you're B2B or B2C, whether your service or product base, they're doing a lot of research. And if your product lines can can be more compelling at the offer phase, at the research phase, where the customer is at the top of the funnel, still researching and comparing who they're gonna consider down the funnel, if your company's products have an opportunity to tell that story and make the offer more compelling by doing display ads, I say go for it because with display ads, you not only get the benefit of telling the story, right, visually, whether it's through a video or a carousel ad or, or a static image, but you also get the benefit of branding, right? And so even if you have a strategy where you're doing your display ads at a lower cost per click and you're not generating as much traffic, but you're there, you're bidding on your keywords, for example, your branded keywords. If your your company name is very important, other companies are probably running ads, display ads on your company's keywords. And there's nothing Google can do about that because Google is just a in-between uh, marketplace for ads. And they're gonna basically tell you, well, you can, you can contact your competitor directly and ask them to, you know, uh, cease and desist the, um, the using your branded keyword, which I've seen it happen a bunch of times, but Google's not going to get involved. So the point is you really want to make sure that you capitalize and maximize the opportunities across all the different, um, digital ads, uh, platforms and the different formats that they give you, whether it's search, display programmatic, right? Whether it's running ads for views on YouTube, you wanna be able to maximize the opportunities for your brand to be there in front of your customers. Now, of course, if you doing your research with keywords and audience and the different channels, if you find out that your audience is not as present in that channel and the keywords are, you know, cost too much, great, then don't be on that platform, right? But I would, venture to say that most of the top industries out there, because we've worked with so many industries, right? Like everything from legal to insurance, to automotive, home services, medical, pretty much every major industry on both the B2B and B2C side, as well as e-commerce, which many brands fall into that uh, direct to consumer um, side of e-commerce, there's always, people looking for your product or service and they need it in that moment. Now, some are more than others, right? So if you think about a plumber, when people need a plumber, they don't typically go to social media 
Um, some, some do, right? They may look for recommendations, but that's back five, six years ago when that started. These days, what you're seeing more and more is when people need a service right now, right? Maybe they need a lawyer or they need an insurance quote. Um, they're they're going to go to the search engines, be it Google or Bing, and they're going to type in those keywords. And then you're going to see the ads and then you're going to see the organic search results and then the local results and then snippets with questions. You want to be able to fill in as many of those uh, blocks of, of search results as you can. And the one that you absolutely can control if you do a good job with it is the page search. It's PPC. You just have to be willing to pay the average cost per click because you're going to have low, medium, and high competition for every keyword. But you, you want to also make sure you don't fall in a pit of going too broad in your service, right? So if you do, let's say, social security disability, you're a lawyer doing social security disability, you want to be as specific as possible. Well, what type of disabilities disability cases do you handle get specific do a long tail keyword you know five six words within that phrase and then put in the negative keywords make sure that you don't run ads on google partner networks to start with your campaign make sure that you run the ads only on google google's network right so maybe you you do a, a short video you know 15 to 30 seconds 60 seconds max you run some YouTube videos, a video view uh, ad, and that's going to cost you anywhere between one to five cents, depending on the keywords. And then you determine the cost per click for your industry. So if I were looking for lawyers, the average cost per click for lawyer terms is $54. But I know for social security disability that, you know, for every five clicks, we can acquire two leads, right? So if I think about it, if I'm saying the average cost there is 54 for lawyers, but for Social Security, it's actually about $35. So if I say $35 multiplied times five, that's 150, that's like 175, and I can generate two leads, I know that the math works for a law firm, right? Because each time they close a case in Social Security disability, they can, you know, net three, four thousand dollars um i can do the same for dealerships um you know a four dealership that uh, we've worked with in the past they are happy to pay you know upwards of 500 dollars for every sale so whether i generate 10 or 20 leads to them it doesn't really matter of course they want to keep their sales people busy but what they care about is that for every 500 dollars they spend they need to sell a car a car that averages between 20 to thirty thousand dollars right and it's a pretty wide range there but again, it's the same thing with the cost per sale, cost per acquisition. It goes between five to $800. So you start to do the math there and figure out how many clicks, when you're doing pay-per-click on Microsoft ads and Google ads, how many clicks is it gonna take you to generate enough leads that you know you can, you can close into a sale? right? So that's more for the service type business. Now for the retail side of the business, or I should say the e-commerce side, Google shopping is going to be really important. So it's going to be important that you become a merchant. It's free to become a merchant on Google shopping. And then you take those Google ads and you promote them on their shopping, the shopping network and publishing network. And a lot of those are going to be display ads, 
right? But again, the same concept. Learn about your customers through their through through the analytics that you see from the organic. All right. Do the competitive research with tools like SEM Rush, Moz, Ahrefs, uh, Screaming Frog. I'll put all the tools in the show notes so that you can look at it. But um, ultimately, you know, once you've determined uh, exactly what channels you want to be on, as far as like. Uh, am I going to do display? Am I going to do search? Am I going to do, you know, video views? Then decide, am I going to do both Google and Microsoft? And one other tip here is that once you build the campaigns on Microsoft or Google, you just do it once and then you export the, all the, the information from the campaign, the, the images, the cost per click, the keywords that you chose, the copy, the headline, the links, you just export it and then import it to the other platform, right? Or you can actually just integrate the platforms as well. But the point is you don't have to duplicate the work, right? And then there are other tools that you can use like AdZuma, which I'll put into the, the show notes as well. They're a lot like a WordStream and there's a bunch of other tools out there that help you score. Um, so they give you a scorecard for how well you're doing with your paid search ads, right? But really the bottom line is that if we're talking about lead generation, you know, there's a few different categories. There is, you know, your, your company is either going to be looking for web leads, right, to feed into their CRM so their sales force can call, make those calls, or they're going to be looking for calls. And if you're looking for calls, you want to make sure you are staffed properly, so that you can answer those calls in real time. Because remember, if someone is clicking on a search ad and it's costing you five or 10 or $15 per click, you wanna make sure someone picks up the phone. So I don't recommend doing call ads if you don't have the staff. If you don't have the staff, you're gonna waste a lot of money on PPC. But if you have a, a sales staff and a call center, those call ads can do very, very well, right? So. But if you don't, then you've got the lead ads. So even using YouTube at the end of every video, you can embed a form, right? And the same thing for um, paid search, just the text ads. You can have a lead form just like you would with Facebook lead ads that captures the basic information, right? First name, last name, email, phone number, and maybe a qualifying question. And then that lead then goes into your funnel. Now, the other... PPC ad that exists for a few different industries like real estate, uh, legal, and home services is the local service ads, local service leads really, it's called uh, from, from uh, Google. And that is basically Google competing with their own advertisers to generate leads for those companies in those verticals, which is crazy because like, let's say if I'm a, a, a home service company spending $5,000 a month on PPC on Google, Google's then going to say, well, we can also make sure that you show up on this other ad format that is called local services that comes up above the actual PPC display or search ads. So it's crazy. And Google's done this across many industries over the years. You know, they compete with their own customers, right? So the verdict is not out yet. I've ran these local service ads for uh, law firms and home services and about to start a campaign for a real estate as well. I'm not convinced that it's worth the, the, the money. 
for the leads because the leads are actually pretty costly there. But it gives you another way to occupy real estate on a search page, right? And um, you really don't want to do those unless you have a lot of reviews as well because those are really based on like this uh, Google guarantee and Google's basically selling to the consumer the fact that if you choose to uh, provide your information, Google's sort of being like a third party company, making sure that you are legit and you have good reviews and all that stuff. So if you don't have a lot of reviews, I wouldn't even consider that as an option to generate leads for your company, right? So again, back to uh, pay-per-click. Um, an opportunity obviously is um, Microsoft ads, and I think it's often overlooked, but it's one that I have found across many verticals that the cost per click, the acquisition costs are lower. Now, of course, the inventory is not as large. Um, in many cases, it's 20% um, of the total clicks that I can generate for any given campaign. But the good thing is that it's the, the cost per click is typically lower on Microsoft ads. And then I would add that, you know, whether it's Facebook or Twitter, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, TikTok, Snap, all the different platforms, Pinterest, Quora, Reddit. I mean, you have all these other digital platforms. They're not search engines, but they are search engines, right? Because even within social media, the, all the ones I just named, they have their own search engines for, for when people type in a keyword, different parts of the content comes up, right? So if it's on LinkedIn, it's going to show you jobs, it's going to show you companies, people, content, and so on. And the same happens for every platform. But I want you to not think about those platforms as social media. At the end of the day, those are paid ads. Yes, they are paid social media ads, but you really should incorporate your PPC, your paid ad campaigns. You really should have search engines on one side and social media platforms and directories on another, right? And directories would be something like a Yelp. You can run paid search ads on Yelp and that's going to drive traffic and leads and phone calls. So if you break it up into those categories, you're going to understand that paid search ads is a huge opportunity, whether it's on search engines, directories, or, or social media sites. And in almost all those cases, you can choose the objective that you want, right? Whether you're just looking for awareness, so let's say some display ads, whether you're looking for website clicks, right? So, or whether you're looking for conversion, actual leads. But when we're talking about the lead generation campaigns here that, that you guys are learning how to do, it's, it's important that you allocate a percentage of your marketing budget for paid ads. I, I love SEO, as you know, I've talked about it many times here on, on, on the podcast and in all the content that I've produced over the last 10 years. Yes, SEO and email and the own media site side of digital marketing, specifically the website, you know I put a lot of weight onto those channels, but you can you can't leave market share or business on the table. And when you don't do paid ads, at least your branded keywords in your top products, and, and when you don't do that, you are not competing. Well, you're gonna lose market share to the competitors, right? And then, you know, there's the other fact of retargeting, 
right? So the retargeting ads, somebody comes to, uh, the, to your website, and as soon as they leave your website, the cookies are stored, everywhere they go online, they get followed by your ad, right? And we're all used to that. That's sort of normal, we know, and it's just basically reminding us, you know, touch point one, two, three, four, five. After I see that product seven to 14 times, I start to, you know, increase my consideration and start to think, well, maybe this is a company I should be working with, right? So paid ads definitely needs to be in your sort of ecosystem or blueprint uh, strategy for you to grow your lead generation pipeline. And there's not, there's a lot more that I could say about PPC ads and how you could do it. There's a million ways you can do it. I work with a whole team of PPC managers, both in-house and outsource that I outsource to, and they all have their little secret sauce of how they optimize and how they go about doing paid search ads. So it, it's not just done one way, um, but I would say if, if you wanna learn how to do it on your own, you can absolutely dedicate the hours and learn the basics, try it out with a small budget, and then once you know enough about it, maybe you take a course, if you're a small business owner or a, or a solopreneur, and um, then you can talk to an agency or a freelancer who does paid search ads, right? And um, you know, go from there. Um, like I said, it's a great opportunity to generate leads to your website in a in a quick, timely manner if you are trying to fill that pipeline. Whereas the other channels like SEO and email marketing takes a little bit more effort and time, right? So in this case, it's pay to play, it's that simple. You need clicks, you need calls, you need leads. Paid search offers that, all right? So I'm gonna put all the links um, in the show notes. Hopefully this has been helpful for you to sort of understand a little bit more of how pay-per-click ads work across the different platforms online and to know that it's not just Google ads, right? There, there's more to, paid ads than Google ads out there and there are options. So I hope you try it out and let me know. And if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out at alex at dadpreneur.co. Also my company Predict, we do lead generation uh, ads for, for clients using pay-per-click and other methods as well. So if you're looking for leads, I can hook you up with my team on that side. And I know a bunch of other people in the industry who are always looking for um, brands and companies to work with. So I'm happy to refer if it's a specific vertical that you're, you're in and you want a specialist in that particular vertical, absolutely, that's another route to go. But either way, look, I'm here to show you guys, your companies, your you guys are marketing leaders, to show you how to better generate leads and having a diverse uh, strategy is really what you want to do. So that that about covers the this segment for uh, pay-per-click advertising. On the next episode, we are going to talk email marketing, one of my favorite topics, as you know. So until the next episode, have a wonderful week, and I'll see you soon. That's it for the Dadpreneur Podcast with Alex Oliveira. Like what you heard? Leave us a review. If you have questions, email us at listener at dadpreneur.co. You may also visit dadpreneur.co for free resources.